All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Gang's all here, and the spirits are a little bit higher than the last time we recorded Oilers Nation Radio. Episode 9,652 is coming at you as we do every week. We're going to start off with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. New location opening in Calgary, I think, this weekend. No, Jay said he was going down. Yeah, he says going down for Saturday to uh, cut the ribbon. There you go, Calgary. You're welcome. You're I wonder welcome. if he gets like the. Does he get like the first spring roll? Is that how that works? First one off the presses. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would go with. I had or a the, green onion uh, cake. Both the mac and the mac and cheese, butter chicken bowl. mac and cheese. Oh yeah. And every time, <laughs> every time I order from there, I get the spring rolls. I get the green onion cakes, and then like usually a hot box. Hot box directly in the fridge. Yeah. Eat the spring rolls and the green onion cakes and come back to the rest of it In tomorrow. the fridge. Like. For later. Oh, no, Rick plans for future Rick. eat all this first hot. and it's for later. Oh, Sometimes I'll do a, uh, I will order a hot box as well. I do the hot box with shrimp. I will get the green onion cakes, two of them. Mm-hmm. And then I will get like one of the, the smaller sized wonton soups. And that will be my appy. So what's in the hot box? Well, the protein is up to you. I like to oh. go beef. <laughs> so okay, I'm, I'm assuming beef, chicken, shrimp, yep. tofu is a vegetarian option. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And Why then it's a, a little bit of a spicy Szechuan sauce, I believe. It's really good. Some noodles. Delightful. Some sprouts on top. Come sprouts. on. Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Come on. Healthy. Well, Why do you think Jay looks always in so, such good shape? Super svelte. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I'll be getting a noodle noodle tonight. Tyler? I did notice he's got the Uggs on too, by the way. Well, it is Ugg season. It is. It is. He's got the warmest toes. I check on him at the beginning of every like new season, spring, so I just they get the new foot fashion. Well, these Uggs have been around for a while now. They have. I Honestly, I thought it would change up to something. That, yeah. Someone's got to get on it. Fancier Uggs, maybe. Knee Christ, highs. Christmas is coming. 
It is coming. Oh, knee highs like the old Sorrells we had when we were kids, the big white yep. ones that up to, yeah. Those well, one time I went to a uh, hockey game with Jay in like a January, like when it was really cold, and he rolled up to Rexall Place at this time wearing knee high winter boots. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I haven't seen some of those in years. <laughs> so I'm always curious. Does he? Do you think he's like just shipped them around from house to house to house over the years, or did he have like a GG that? Do you have to like search the ends of the worth? My thought is that he's moved a few times recently that when he's unpacking at the next house, he's like, I forgot I had those. <laughs> and then they just come back into circulation. Or if Jay ever goes on a trip to like Sweden or something, you know, he's coming back with like new culottes or some kind of fashion. That's most people bring back a postcard. Yes. Not Jay. Oh. Nope. Culottes. Jay. Culottes and a brand new oodle noodle. The ankles are always free. The ankles free are always ankle. free. Tyler. Mm. Delicious debate time. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> what is the most, or what was the most impressive part of the last two games? I'll start. Just the urgency was there in those mm. two games. And unfortunately, it took a little bit of time to get there in the Rangers game. I mean, we were at Soho, packed house. Dan was hosting. Tyler was hosting. Atmosphere was a little quiet for the first 40 minutes, but then it really turned around when the boys did as well. So I'm going to say the urgency that they played with when they were down is something we haven't seen yet this year. Liam? Yeah. Well, I missed Saturday's game because I was on the road heading to the middle of nowhere. Did you listen to it on the radio? I did. I had it turned down and then Bouchard scored and I was like, oh, okay. And then he scored again and then we scored again and it really picked up. At what point did you turn it back up though? Yeah. I had it turned up after the Bouchard second goal. Like I had it. So the first goal, you're like, all right, Bouch, well done, but I'm not turning up the decibels quite yet. Yeah. And then the second one, I was like, oh, here we go. And then I cranked it up. And then I it picked me <laughs> yeah, up. Down by way. one, you ignore the rest of the conversation in the car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was good. It was sounded, but I guess off yesterday, just the determination to just keep pushing. Like, I never felt like they were out of that game. Even even when they were down after Kachuk, uh, who scored the fourth goal? Montour actually got it, wasn't it? Oh, the third goal, sorry. Yeah, Montour. After, even after he scored that, it felt like it wasn't... The illegal goal, you mean? Yeah, it felt like it wasn't... I over. found out that I didn't know what high sticking is. I found well, out that no, too. I thought it was on. a crossbar. No, 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 there's two. There's two different versions, which is the stupidest thing in the world. For a goal, the puck off the stick into the net, that's crossbar. Now, high stick that's not going to the net is shoulder. Why is there two different heights and for, if, a, for, for, for the call? That's stupid. Either way you look sense. at it, any way you look at it, the stick was above his fucking shoulder. I can see it from row thirteen. See, they were mm-hmm. they showed the angle on the, the the TV, and his shoulders were angled. That's so his like, problem. It was like it was it was hard to judge which one was where the line was. That's supposed a good be, I point. Guess. But, but why can't they just yeah. make the crossbar? I just thought it was a crossbar. I, I always well, thought it was the crossbar. Like every, but it's the crossbar for if it's a goal, it's the shoulders. If it's not, but because, like but if, 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 if you're Sedano Chara and you're twelve feet tall. You're telling me that if it's below his shoulder, he can at least knock the puck down. How does Yamamoto the reason- not get high-sticked every time then? Yeah. Is he even taller than the crossbar? Like, I feel like that's so unfair. <laughs> I think he's three and a half the feet. Reason- yeah, that's what I heard. Too. The reason they have it as the crossbar for goals and the not for not is because you don't have the goal necessarily to measure it against. Yeah, you can't see the crossbar the if, if it's a high-stick at center ice. Yeah, you can't tell. That's, that's the only reason I think that they changed it up for the well, other they just roll a shoulder the whole time, time. Or just don't have a roll. But, but and so and so getting back to the point though, for sure, Kachuk's left shoulder was dipped below where his stick was. I stick. don't necessarily believe that that means like just because he's he's bending down well, doesn't mean he can't just. We don't give that. We don't give that. that we don't give that leeway in terms of hits. 
Yeah. In I fact, agree. hits we'd like slow down frame by frame. No, I agree. It just, it's, but this is what's the problem with the fucking with the with replays. These guys are trying to check themselves. Like I don't know what's going on in their ears, but this literally should just be like put the ears on. Put you don't even get a fucking uh, an iPad there. Just they watch in Toronto and tell you what the answer is. Tyler, what was the most impressive part of the last couple of comeback wins? Oh, it's been the amount of offense they've produced outside of McDavid and Dreisaitl yes, for once. Yes. Like, I mean, you talk about that Rangers game, and this was the point I made on both Real Life. Thank you. Um, on both Real Life and Oilers Nation every day. Like, a lot of their comeback victories are McDavid and Dreisaitl saying, fuck, here we go. Let's turn on the Jets, right? And then for them to come back against the Rangers when McDavid and Dreisaitl weren't on the ice for the first three goals was was awesome and then even that tyson barry goal the other day you know hyman and kulak got the assists on that it wasn't like mcdavid set up barry perfectly on the back door or anything like that it was a really impressive uh a really impressive run of offense to have four goals over the span of two games where mcdavid and dry aren't involved in them it's great and, and a lot of people won't um agree with this i don't think but i believe there's a monkey off the back type of situation with bouchard's first goal he relaxes the whole team relaxes after a bit just you look at like that first goal went in you could almost just see the relief yeah and that's what i've been saying they needed to get through that and i think they through it so i'm really interested to see it in the next three four five games so we need somebody else to get their first in a while like yes i'm yes. looking at you pal Came he's close. got chances, plenty of chances. He just needs That's that good boost of confidence. You know what I like about him now is that he's actually getting to the areas of where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Drew, I the, agree. drew the the penalty. Which one? Uh, there is the which goal on, the, on his almost attempt there in front of the net. Oh right, the yeah, of course. And then the Hyman chance right at the end. Puyavi was the one screening night. Yeah, that kind of helped lead to that chance. Nice primary so. assist on Bouchard's goal. Yeah, he's. He's around now, and I think he's playing a lot better, and he feels like that kind of guy, too. If, like, if he gets one... He needs one. He's kind of rolling, but he's still playing pretty well. Yeah, but he doesn't He doesn't give himself that credit, though. You could see it when he came off the ice when he hit, when he hit yeah. Spencer Knight's pad. He he's, he's, yeah, he's on I, himself. You don't always see that from him. Like, I've only noticed that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I've just noticed that in the last little bit where he seems like a little bit more pissed off that he's not. But he's getting scoring. frustrated at himself because yeah. he thinks... He, he holds himself to a certain standard, and if he can't reach that, he doesn't allow himself to get there in different ways. He expects something out of himself, and he if he's not doing it, he gets upset. Dan, what's impressed you most? Well, I mean, it's it's funny to me to sit here and be happy about to come from behind victories when we've been talking about our starts and everything, but I do agree with everybody. what everybody's saying. is it's You're seeing a better effort from the team, and so it's not like they're not being rewarded for you know a good effort towards the end. For me, though, the biggest or the exciting thing for me has been the goaltending. Um, but both those guys, you know, yes, they let in three goals each, but when you look at the goals against the, the Panthers, obviously to me, the, all the, all three of those goals are, you know, you got Kachuk in front of the net by himself. You've got a nice tic-tac-toe pass play that ends up in the back of the net faster than Skinner can even recognize. And then of course you've got the chaos that was going on around the net on the Montour goal. Um, and then if you look back at the Rangers game too, Campbell was solid and, and the, both him and Stewart and Skinner were able to keep us in the game and, and kept us within striking distance. I know three goals, safest lead in hockey, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, for me, it's, it's the goaltending, keeping three goals or less as their, as kind of their mantra and then letting the offense do the work. See, I think they've been doing that all season though. It's the fact that offense has gotten going and making everything easier for them. Yeah, fair enough. 
I don't think we still have very many. Fuck, that was a bad goal. Goals this year. Yeah, like there's ones like there's mistakes that happen. Like there's been breakdowns in front of the goaltenders, and there's been a couple plays here and there by goaltenders, but we don't have a lot of goaltending gaffes. I don't believe. I feel like yeah, like our weak goals per sixty has gone down. Oh, like last like year, we're not Smith, like a, yeah, Smith and Miko would give up a lot of wristers from the top of the circle that are like, what the hell? Yeah, those. Are yeah, Campbell's just, had some tough stretches, but I feel like it was just that one week where Campbell yeah. was brutal. Like yeah. glove. The Dallas game where he was mm-hmm. really bad, and then. The Carolina one, yeah. That and even Skinner wasn't awesome against. When did he call himself out? Was that after the Dallas game? After the Dallas Dallas one, and then the next game start he had was Tampa, Mm -hmm. and they won. And then he crapped himself against Carolina, (laughs) and gloves stopped working again. Yeah, but now he bounced back with a big win on Saturday. Even if like the two goals were disallowed or whatever, like like decent. I hate when people say that, oh, but they're two disallowed goals. Like, it's like they scored legit goals that were just taken off the board for a reason. I, I, so I had to listen to the first period, and it was the it was the New York um, broadcast. Yeah. They don't know what an offside is. <laughs> they literally don't. They were sitting there, and I, I couldn't see it, so I didn't get to see it. And he's explaining, he's like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's when it goes from the white to the blue. Or the, I was like, no, it's... It, from the blue to the white on the inside. That's, yeah. that's obvious. So I didn't know what the play was till I got to see it later. And it was obvious it was offside. Yep. I was surprised that one wasn't caught by the linesman on the on the play. Yeah. Like, the, it was very apparent it was offside. Yeah. And even if it was like close, it was too close to make it onside. Yeah. Yeah. But the goal interference one was questionable. I think it's fair to say. I love goal reviews provided that we win them, Liam. I'm hey, I'm a fan of what's him. our record right now. I don't know, What's Koopal's record right now? Because it's Koopal's looking good. Start the season. He had a couple to start the year that went awesome. I think like we I thought the up. challenge last night was a little bit weird. On the Kachuk, yeah, the Kachuk one. What I do think you, you had to do that. I thought it was a good challenge. I just I didn't see. I just didn't see it going our way. Watching the replay as they're going through it, like in that point, I mean, hindsight, they had already challenged. But I'm looking at this. I'm like, there's no way they're going to call this as a no goal. Why? I just didn't think that there was enough of like an angle that was concrete that shows that it was a high stick. I think from like the three or four angles I saw, I think almost every one of them showed that. But then like, how far back can you do that also? What do you mean? There should have been, I've never heard there should have been a stoppage in play. Oh, they've done that a couple of times. Yeah, that's a thing now. I think they added that in the last couple of seasons where like, Let's say the puck goes up off the mesh, comes down, and the team scores right away. You can challenge me like, whoa, whoa, whoa! The hit the mesh. Go look at it. Yeah, the highest. Stick I just I watched it last night. It stays in the zone. My yeah. tweet was: "There's no way this is calling coming back. We're going to get a pe- penalty, and I'm scared we're going to get scored on on that penalty." <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't happen. PK but came through. PK did come through. Do you uh, remember in the World Juniors final last year where Sweden scored a goal and the puck went off the net, but there was no camera angle to show it? Yep. Wasn't it against Canada? It was against Canada. So like literally everybody stopped playing. The Swedish guy looked up at the ref, saw he wasn't gonna blow the whistle, kept playing, and they scored and they did a video replay and there was no angle to show the puck directly hitting the net. But there was ones like showing like the net ripple and stuff, but you couldn't see the puck anywhere. And he yeah. clearly hit the net and they scored. Canada won, so whatever. But <laughs> uh Rick and Daniel were at Rogers place last night. How many people left early? I'm curious. So I had, I, couple, I had a couple in front of me that we were talking to all game. And Bob, he's like, yeah, I'm going to watch the rest up there. I was like, Bob, don't do it. But he went anyways. And there was probably eight to 10 people that walked in front of me. 
I uh, I I stood up. I was one of the people. I have anytime I have a fight. Anytime I have to. No, I didn't leave. We oh. we got out to the up to the concourse just to get ready to to go, and then uh, we actually made it down to the lower bowl for the overtime. Oof, I Watched it that. from the top of the lower I bowl. For the I never either. Oh, I can't. never. Dude, like we were all. Well, Sorry, guys. We say we were all alive <laughs> for this, but in '97 or '96, when we scored yeah. three against Dallas, yeah, I learned that in like 15, 16 years old. You never leave. One of the first games oh, yeah. I ever bought tickets to, especially I'm a one goal like, game. I'm guessing I was probably like 20 ish, roughly in that window. We were going to get up and leave my buddy and I that I went to the game with, and then the Oilers popped two in the last minute of the game to bring it to overtime as we were like at the top of the stairs at Rexall Place. And after that, I'm just like, I'm going to sit here until the final buzzer forever. I am not leaving. <laughs> if they're down by like three and there's like 40 seconds left or something, then it's like, yeah, I'm pissed off. Like, I'm getting out of here. Um, but yeah, when it's a one-goal game, you got you to ride it out. But I was surprised sitting there yesterday. Like, I saw like a decent amount of people throughout the arena, like getting up and going. There was a whistle, I think, with like 40 seconds left. Yep. They were up and walking out. And I was like, why? Where are you guys going? I get yeah. mad. So like if I was at Roger's place, I'm trying to think of what I would have done last night. I would have been pissed off, but I would have been sitting there with my arms crossed <laughs> until the very end. But yeah. it's not like, I don't know. I wasn't like, I've been to games where you lose by a goal and you're fucking angry. Last night really wasn't one of them. They played good. Well, last yeah. night, I so last night I had to rewrite probably, I'm going to say, 300 words in the wrap-up. <laughs> because I just, I was like, fucking Spencer Knight is goalieing them for the second time in like a week. Not not him specifically, but like the second time the Oilers have been goalied in the last little bit. And I was getting so frustrated because I just thought he was going to be the reason the Oilers lost. Not that they deserve to lose. Did he kick the net off on purpose? Is that a penalty? No. no, McKenna's been all over this. Like I'm, pegs are shit this year in the NHL. I liked McKenna's fair, idea. That, what's that? So McKenna's idea was to put magnets at the bottom of the holes and then magnets on the bottom of the pegs that go in just to give them a little extra stability in there. The funniest part about it was, is Mike drew a picture of his idea and how it would work. And all these people fucking shitting on him, not knowing that those pegs are very flexible and flimsy. And that's part of the issue for them popping out so easily. Well, yeah, they have to give some, some you have to give some, you can't just run into a concrete wall. If you're not anymore. Cause no, that, that's that how was it used the thing in the eighties. That's how it used 90s. to be. So anyway, I thought it was, his idea was very what about, funny. What about the Matt Murray ones? I, I think they need to fix the pegs. I, I don't think it's an issue of goalies doing it on purpose. I think you're so dialed in trying to make a save. And these are big guys, too. Like, modern goalie is large. So you think there's no... He had zero intention on it. Are you giving, like, Because how many popped intention? off? Three times? Murray yeah, was three, three, yeah. At least one of those See, he did on purpose. But my thing is... Why would it be one random game where he's in there and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Today I'm knocking the net off every chance I get. <laughs> right? Like if, if goalies could do this on purpose that sneakily, they would do it way more. They, just, he wouldn't just be like, well, we're playing Dallas tonight. I, just, I really want to win this. Well, game. there's an example. Like there's but, another one like on Saturday against New York. Shesterkin, that helmet popped off real That quick. was greasy. That should have been a penalty. I think. What about fucking Gouda's last night? He, had his, he got his helmet knocked off in the, in the oh, yeah. bottom oh, corner. Yeah. He kept playing and then put it back on. You're supposed to get off. <laughs> or there's a fucking penalty. And the Oilers bench was yelling, too. I was, so was I. Yeah. <laughs> I called the fucking penalty. It was obvious. <laughs> and they let him put the fucking thing back on? Like, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird, because even the ref on the TV you know, was like, saying, He skated off. up to him and said something. Yeah, he was like, get off. And then he just yeah, casually picked up his helmet and... Just kept <laughs> the rules of the NHL guidelines. They're not necessarily black, Under, yeah, yeah. black and white. You know? Underrated moment, and from your seats, I think you would have had a great angle. Gudis and Holloway going at it <laughs> was so funny. 
on TV, they did a real and tight replay of that yeah. happening. And I just, it made me laugh because at first Hall was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, Gudis just had a dude. Give it bonnet. Give it two or three years, and Holloway is going to be a fucking tank. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. small right now. Yeah, when you know, he starts to get put on some actual size and yeah. and learns how to use it, he's got to have a kid. He's got to get dad strength. Because <laughs> right now he's we're talking about a the big German, a kid that just turned twenty one. Like he's a baby. By the time he's like twenty feet, three, twenty four, twenty five, he's, he's going to be huge. All twenty feet. Or 20, or 20 feet. feet. When he gets to 20 yep. feet, he's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, you can't say. stop that. The <laughs> wingspan is outrageous. Dylan Holloway never stops growing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anything else stick out to you guys about the last two comeback wins? Two, four, three comeback wins in a row. Have I, you guys noticed? If, and I, I am struggling with this in my own head. I'm noticing less mistakes from Bouchard in his own end. But I can't tell if it's just the offense is giving me rose-colored glasses of his overall game, or if he's actually cutting down on the mistakes a little bit. No, like I, I've been noticing he's so. turning it over. I think much. he's playing a little lighter now, hundred percent. Especially after those goals, hundred percent. So like I, I thought he had a really good game against Florida before he scored. Yeah. So I think he played. Yeah, he's definitely not. The people don't understand that you grip the stick too tight. You try yeah. too hard. That's exactly what Nurse was doing on the first goal. He's just trying yeah. to do too Watching many things. too much World Cup. He's listening too much shit about his own damn name out there. You think he's listening? Uh, dude, we have to. There's no way around it. I mean, social media is everywhere. You can't avoid yeah. it. We've seen it before. Like, well, you'll watch like some smaller sport guy, and he's like, he's like, oh no, you keep reading shit about your name. Like, it's it's impossible to fucking uh, yeah. to avoid. But so, what yes, that was stuff he does doing fucking on that goal? That was a stupid mistake on that first goal. He's just doing too much, yeah. It just I didn't even understand what the, the attempt was. I don't know what he was trying to do. I feel like that was the third option. It was going straight into the corner. Maybe even the fourth option. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even Tough with luck. like shots that go into the corner, you still see a goalie throw his glove or his blocker out sometimes. But it was just like sure. that one He's specifically. Yeah. And they knock it well, you know, they knock it in their own net, right? Like it's going wide, just let it go wide. Because after I watched it live, I was just like, what the fuck just happened there? And then they showed the replay. I'm like, I don't even understand what Daryl was trying to do. Yeah, it was a weird one. If He's you're gonna knock it down, knock it down guy. with a something you can control better. Like yeah. your stick, like use your stick, knock it down, or just go let it go into the corner. Don't like try to block it. I'll love words. it. See, another love thing, I think we shit. forget how fast that fucking game happens. Yeah, I know. Oh, of course. Sure. But they're NHLers. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. One of the other things that happened last night that I thought was really funny um, that you guys may have missed was when Zach Hyman's goal got called back, <laughs> they showed him on the bench where they're like, no goal, yeah. kicking. He's like, eh. <laughs> Dude, I think he's, I saw him shake his head on the ice. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, that was evident. You know, yeah, like it, when he does the old, you score and it's a quick look at the ref. Like, his, celebra- his goal celebration was barely there. And he just like, threw his but arms up in the air. There was no joy in his face at all. He was just like, mm-hmm. what is <laughs> What is the NHL protecting there, though? What is like what? It, where's the safety yeah. issue? That's to me. Like I agree, no Dan. That should count. There's no kicking. If your you skates on the ice, in. it should count. That should count 100 percent of the time. If you can bat puck out of the air above your shoulders, you can kick the puck in the net. There you go. NHL. If your skates I'll on the ice, rules. Yeah, there you go. Like you don't want anybody too much. To, you can interpret too much of it. It's stupid. It's not a rule book. It's what you like. Want Coleman's going in the playoffs. That should have counted. Yes. Yeah, it should have counted, but didn't, didn't because he's a filthy cheater and a poor role model. Yeah, yeah. Kicked it in. Currently, that's no goal. See, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with some of these old rules. Like, I don't know why everyone wants to change them. Because I want to see goals, and I want to yeah, see like Zach Hyman score last night. That's what I want to see. I just think but that the NHL does then. so many things to take goals away that they're not thinking logically to put more goals in the game. 
Like to well, me, they've, they've added offense. Well, they've, they've done things to try and add offense to the game. But don't you think they've done more to pull them away? Uh, I don't know if they've done more because I don't think this the the kicking rule. They they haven't put in any rules in the last thirty years that has stopped any goals. Those rules have been around for that long. I think watching some, off like offside reviews. That's just a review situation, and that's, that's because fucking Matt Deshane was twelve feet offside like eight yes, years ago. Yes, but it's or also whatever. because there's fucking every every outlet out there will break down every fucking play frame by frame and show you how much they missed. I don't think they should be allowed to watch them in a slow-mo. How about, what do you think about that? That I'm okay with. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You get like five looks at it. But then there's the people who argue and be like, well, no, if you're going to pause the game for 30 seconds, just pause the game for a minute and get it right. I would rather they got it right than had a time limit on how long they can look. You and like like a basketball style shot clock where as that goes off then everybody cheers like yeah football the NFL has that, <laughs> they they? Do that? their cameras just go turn on they're he's in the booth for whatever and then when it's done it just turns off like, mm-hmm. oh well maybe that's or at least good. at least that used to be a thing for sure yeah I don't know I just rather see good goal stand and a bad goal not stand yeah you know what I think I'm camp, in the yeah. same camp as you I think I'd rather just see him get the calls right mm-hmm. if they get it right that's fine but like again I just don't. See an argument why Hyman's goal shouldn't have counted. Yeah, but like then you're going to get guys like you're going to be like soccer punting these things in the net. Or so that's, just, why you're, that's why your though, state's got to be on the ice. Are you though? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think you are. You like are. you're not going to get a bicycle kick where somebody not, gets if decapitated. You're not, if you're not in front trying, of them. what are you doing? Of course, Maybe. In which case, great TV. That could be good TV. England almost got a bicycle kick today. Actually, mm. everything like wearing. it doesn't. It doesn't say you can't take off the guy's head in a, in the middle of a game, but it doesn't ever happen. Like I just, no, I think that's really an advantage, though. That's a good point. We're so worried about, we're head. so worried about like <laughs> the bad things happening. That's what suspensions are for. Like if there's a guy swinging around, kicking his legs, then you suspend him. Like when they had to start finding PK Subban for his dangerous trips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Well, he was the king of the slew foot, allegedly, in my opinion. There's, yeah, there's no argument. You know, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I want to touch on: is the division debate over? We done? Most impressive know, part of the 4-3 comeback wins. Offense. Yeah, I said the offense away from McDavid and Drysaddle. 100%. I said the goaltending. Um, so as they look to make it three in a row, who do you go with between the pipes on wins? We got on. Uh, it depends who's the next one. Chicago. Chicago, no, Chicago and Minnesota. Because you got back-to-back, so the guys are going to go. Minnesota? Both guys are yeah. going to play. Mm. I think I go Campbell, then Stu. Yep, me too. Flip, flop. That's fair. Yep, me too. Liam? Sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of Campbell, then Stu. Dan, any thought on going six players on the ice? No goalie. Uh, Yeah, I'd be down for that. As long as Brad Malone is always your sixth skater. Of course. True. He Mm -hmm. had a great one-timer last night. Man, what a player. And killed Patrick Hornquist, too. That was huge. That was big. Yeah, he had a couple of moments. I I gave him a Ujuguli in the stands and everything. (laughs) For our friends at Tourism Jasper, they have got cheap lift tickets right now at Marmot Basin. Jay was just there last weekend, said the mountain is fantastic shape, had a great time at Marmot. If you go to check out the details, Jasper is where you need to be. Tyler, do you have the link? Do I have a link? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I think I do. We'll just cut all this up. Not on me. (laughs) Oh, jasper.travel forward slash winter. There we go. Jasper.travel forward slash winter. Go get yourself some details on a mountain getaway. I promise you'll have a good time there. I love Jasper. It's one of my favorite places to go in Alberta. In the world. In the world. Wow. And you don't mm. need You're a, a world traveler. I am. And you don't need a passport to get there, Liam. Thank God. Just a tank of gas. You have a passport now, don't you? Yeah, but it's always a struggle. <laughs> Why? 
What? Why? Just not from here. Oh, because you don't have a Canadian passport. Not a Canadian boy. He has a British one. Because where do you have to go? You had to go to Vancouver? For what? To get a yeah. passport renewed? Uh, I almost had to. Have you ever told this story? Oh, you did it by mail, right? I did it by mail. And I, I paid for my emergency passport. And then literally an hour later, it came in the mail. An hour? What? Literally. Like, That's very efficient. Like I an believe, hour. How is this possible? You better believe it, because I lost $120 because of No, it. his original passport application so, came in the yeah, mail. Yeah, so I applied oh. for my passport. In, yeah, I did come from Vancouver in an I was hour. Like, how <laughs> is this possible? I applied for my passport. I, I can't remember what it was, but it took months and months and months. And I had to go back to England. And, and so I had to apply for an emergency passport. And I almost had to fly to Vancouver. And yeah, I did it. And then, I kid you not, within like 40 minutes to an hour... The mailman, a UPS truck pulled outside my house with my fucking passport. So, <laughs> so you remember when the Canadian passport offices had all those delays? That was actually just because they shut down everything to get Liam's, to get Liam's passport. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so that's us back about six months. The entire country has been blaming Trudeau ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go back to the Rangers game for a second. Our boy Dylan Holloway, first NHL goal. Tying goal in that game came at a huge moment. Nice little play too, little dipsy, little dangle, and fired it. Beach Shesterkin down low. Uh, just quick thoughts on how Holloway's game has evolved over the course of the season so far. It's tough to tell because you don't see what they're yeah, often he just enough. Doesn't play a ton. Are we still sending him back? I send him back. Can't now. Well, we'll know. get there. Right in a now second. you have way too many injuries. We'll get there in a second. Uh, Ideally, I, no. I, honestly, I would let this run, kind of see how it plays out. Like if he's producing. With everyone out the lineup, then you would kind of assume he starts producing when everyone's back in the lineup. And there's something to be said about practicing with those guys. Yeah, definitely. So I think this I is like probably. I just don't buy that time. all that much. You don't? The practice thing? Oh, for I sure. Do you not watch Redeem Team? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, well, they're like, hey, we went to Vegas and we're like, oh, the boys want to go to fucking, they want to go out. So they go out and they're out till six in the morning. They get back at the hotel and Kobe's already got his shit in his hands going to the fucking gym. Next day, Six o'clock in the morning, Kobe's going, LeBron's going, D Wade's going. By the end of the week, they were all going to the gym. I just think that mm. I would rather him pay twenty two minutes in Bakersfield. Yeah, me too. I, I think that too. But also, I think if like when Bouchard was there a couple of years ago and he was just practicing, that's useless. Yeah, like, that is so pointless. But Holloway's actually in games and Ish. practicing. I just want to see him play more. And to be fair, yeah. he did play more last night. Him and Hamlin both got a good chunk of time. Uh, I think they were both over nine minutes at five on five. Shout out to Hamlin as well. Yeah, that's a great. Must have been a really fucking cool. Shout out the whole damn team, the SSAC team from what 11 11 to thirteen. Yeah, three of those guys are on the roster now. You can go to weathersnation.com and read the article that Liam wrote about exactly that today. Yes, you can. Pretty cool. It is interesting. Yeah, I like the look of that Holloway Hamlin and Malone line. As well, it seemed like they just they knew how to work. They were communicating really well on the ice. You could see them talking in well, stoppages and stuff. They played together. together before. Malone's played with both yep. those guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Malone, the great uniter of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like giving dead air after that. That's good. Um, Liam brought it up, so let's just dive into it. They can't really send Dylan Holloway back right now because half the team is on the shelf, apparently. I don't know what happened to Ryan McLeod, but he got three points on New York on Saturday, and now he's on the IR the very next day. Warren Fogel also didn't play last night. Uh, Keller Yamamoto still not back. Yeah, Kane, so, obviously. So they, they had like a nine-man skate this morning, and Yam was in all the... Uh, 
in all the drills. Didn't take anything off. All the battle drills. There were a lot of battle drills out there. So he's getting closer. That's I good. would yeah, I would honestly guess that he plays one, if not both, the games coming up here. Do we have any really? idea what happened to Ryan McLeod though? So it's a sprained ankle of some sort. Mm. Those can I, linger. Um, like, I think I think it was Low Tide who said you can uh, you watch the him and him and Fogel got hurt in the same shift. Ah, uh, I didn't realize Fogel didn't play last night until today. That's we talked. Sure. We had a whole <laughs> conversation about this on Oilers Nation every day. I was like, Fogel's out of the lineup tonight. I was like, Yep, I don't remember. He was watching I soccer. Remember that? Yeah. Who were you watching? Good. Which soccer game were you watching? Well, the Oilers Nation every day was on. He's <laughs> peeling a banana. Play. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, what is the rules for IR? Is it 10 days at least? Yeah, but Yams would have been retroactive. retroactive. So that was retroactive. That makes sense. I think that was that, I, so I think that was some sort of paper move, no? Yeah, they probably wanted to get, they'd probably had to activate Benson because his conditioning student was over. Yep. But like, what is it? Is it 10 days generally? Or a week or something? It's at least ten, it's at least ten days. So does that mean that when we want to activate Yamamoto, somebody else has to leave? Um, let me see what the roster, roster sizes size are right now. Because then that would be Ryan Murray. They have right? four. Yeah, they're fourteen, seven, and uh, two right now. So they are filled up. So yeah, if you want to activate Yamamoto, someone's got to go down. Who are you sending? Well, Clem Shady's. Calgary. So well, maybe you send so him Cle- oh, well, yeah, Clem. So there's another guy who's not playing tomorrow, according to Jason Greger. Clem Costin will not play tomorrow. Had to go to Calgary today and get his work visa. He had a temporary one, which allowed him to play in New Jersey, New York last week. Depending on how long it takes, he may join the Was team he not in Minnesota. In Bakersfield? Yeah, but he never had to leave the U.S. Right? Isn't that, wouldn't it be need a work visa? Well, how the hell get Canada? I think it's a Canadian one. Rarely, yeah. So he, he, so he's, he's not last night. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. He was on a temporary work visa. Yeah. How I have a MasterCard. Maybe he has a MasterCard. Yeah. Huh? Lost his American Express. <laughs> After. Yes. I think I would. Uh, I'd probably. It's probably easiest just to send Hamblin back down, right? He got his cup of coffee, put him back in the miners. Yep. All good. It's a nice paycheck. Yeah. Nice little paycheck. That is like a legitimate thing, man. Those guys who aren't making like crazy money in the American League come up. For like two weeks, and you get like seventy k. That's sick. Yeah, that's super sick. Fuck yeah. Get a lot of In and Out burgers with that. Amen. Just think of how many. Oh, are- you should search on your computer there if they have a Taco Bell cantina in Bakersfield. Ah, they deserve one. They do. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Rink. Do you want to go to drink? They should get one in the rink. Oh, <laughs> well, you want to go drink? Because I was just like, well, I'll go for a beer with you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, tomorrow Chicago. Who knows who's playing? Handful of guys. Jujar. Jujar will be playing. Wrong team, though. Shout out to Jujar. What do you expect from Chicago tomorrow? Uh, the Oilers better dominate them because they suck. Yeah. Every They're time so you bad. say that. I know. I know. Every time you say that. <laughs> but I like suck. how he says I know, too. Like, he knows this. It's like in his head, he's like, I shouldn't be saying this, but here it goes. But now I'm in, like, these, my, my whole mindset is messed up because when I expect them to lose like against Tampa or against Florida to end the road trip, I'm like, all right, they're going to lose. And they find a way to win. And then I'm like, okay, they're going to win this game. And then they find a way to lose. And it's just like an absolute disaster. So They've I don't know what to expect. Fucking 30 years so, but the point is the Let Hawks, me ask the you Hawks a question. are junk. Let me ask you a question then, Tyler. Going into tomorrow's game against the Chicago Blackhawks, they are currently 6-11-4 on a seven-game losing streak. So they're hungry. How long have you been an Oilers fan? I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, what, so what you're trying to say is the Oilers are going to lose 5-3. Jujar is going to get three goals. Are any other ex-Oilers on that team? Athanasiu, Caleb Jones. Oh, crap. The whole squad. So yeah. they're, they're Stalock gonna, is Stalock. Doesn't he play there? Uh, he's hurt. If these guys are smart... Phew. If they're smart, <laughs> they fill their roster with ex-Oilers and first-game players. Yeah. Yeah. And we're yep. going to lose 19 to fucking one. <laughs> but, like, oh, my God. But the God. Oilers will fire 60 shots on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this seven-game losing streak, the Hawks have lost by at least two goals in every single one of them except for the game against the Habs. Like, they're so bad. Mm, Three so nothing against Carolina, five so two against St. Louis, six one against Boston, five three against Pittsburgh, six four against Dallas, three two against Montreal. So they're a team you should take lightly then. We should. We should try to play down to their level. <laughs> Pencil it in as a win, boys. Puck line, puck line, puck line, puck line, puck line. Puck line. Well, right? Like ching. But those were all two goal games. In a puck line bet, two goal games, I know it's a win, but you're sweating those. Oh, you're sweating. Mm, but that's fun. Sometimes you're <laughs> sometimes you really need that empty netter, you know? <laughs> I'll play the goal in empty net night, perhaps. Are you still betting that? For our friends at Betway? Yeah, I I hit it every now and then. I didn't get it yesterday. Yesterday uh, at Betway, they have the pre-built bets that I love, and Connor, Leon, both to score is always plus 300-ish, roughly. It's it's delicious. I quite enjoy it. How about Connor's goal yesterday? He was so by himself. Oh, it was wildly confusing to see him all the way up there alone. So, but in the power play, one guy always hangs out the blue line. He it usually was a does terrible he normally, change by fucking Florida. He normally swings back down and up. That's like generally how and it goes. Time and usually hanging out up yeah. by the blue line. But oh, he was so by himself. It was very funny. It was kind of funny watching on TV because we didn't know who was going to be on the end of the pass. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, who could it be? <laughs> David. Nice. It's, it's the old Survivor series when they count down ten to down to yeah. one. And you're like, who's it coming out? Who's coming out? Who's coming out? <laughs> Yeah, oh, good guy good. to get it to. It was a weird play too because yeah. it was like an odd man rush, a short-handed a odd man Go rush, and I'm getting raging mad in my house. I'm <laughs> yelling at the TV because I'm like, "Oh fuck, here comes a shorty!" And then just whoop, like a 200 foot pass from Hyman to McDavid. Three Great. points for Zach Hyman last night. Three points for Connor McDavid, and how many of them were at five on five? Hmm. <laughs> McPower play at it again. What is that? What are you talking about? <laughs> so Jay Fresh or whoever tweeted a thing today saying Connor McDavid leads the NHL in points, which I mean, as you can imagine, is a good thing uh, for most Generally, players. Yep. Yeah, it would be it would be a positive lead the NHL points. As long but as they're not power play points, he has obviously not that good. Only eleven of his thirty nine points are at five on five. That ranks him fifty ninth in the <laughs> NHL. But like, when did we get to a point where power play points don't matter? We don't. We get to the point where people just want to have their voice heard on fucking Twitter and shit. That's why those guys were saying that Chushki was better than than uh, on that year. It doesn't make sense to me. Like a power play goal still counts. Why like do you we're think not taking like, them off the board? Oh, the, the secondary assist. That's they're all secondary assist. <laughs> Gives a shit. The podcast <laughs> starts somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I like someone replied, but the playoffs are predominantly played at 5v5 and some account Oilers daily. And McDavid went nuclear in the playoffs last year. Didn't he average two points a game? Yes, he did. And I've, I've been saying uh, this all year. I think the Oilers have been taking these first quarter of the year a little too lightly. Probably. And as they get going, you're going to see a different version of them. One That's thing I've I want, never been fucking worried about this. Team. One thing I want to talk about is last night, uh, Kachuk scored first, <laughs> first intermission. That was the 11th time in 22 games that the Oilers were down at the first intermission. Starts are still a problem. But not the way they used to be. It's a different, it feels different now. Yeah. Because I feel like they're just, 
Like, the shots have been weird. Like, I don't know what it was last time, but the two before that, when they, like, outshot, like, 11 nothing to start the game. Yeah, that was against uh, the Islanders. Yeah, and then there was the one against Tampa. Oh, maybe it was Florida, actually, where it was, like, 12 nothing in the first 10 minutes or whatever. We need a energy guy. We do. I said it last week. What kind of player type are you talking? Well, that's just it. You need an energy guy who's... He's got you to fill a role too. You know who I'd like and he doesn't exist anymore mm. is Chris Neal from like 15 years ago. Go hit somebody. The Go hit somebody. Uh, he would chip in some offense. He'll do you up if you need it. Got his number retired by the Senators. Weird. A little weird, but I'll accept it. <laughs> I'm not here to gatekeep who they hang up in that rafter. <laughs> it's not like anyone goes in the building to see it anyways, right? Yeah, exactly. Boom. Roasted. How are they on their third fucking arena in like since the mid nineties? The Sens? Yeah, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, they're they're oh, Scotia <laughs> Scotia Bank Place. They had one before that, and they're trying to get a third one now. Maybe Calgary can borrow one of the other. Oh, Rowell Center. Yeah, no kidding, hey. Because yeah. Calgary's at least five years out from having an arena. How sad is that? They should relocate. It's hilarious. Red Deer Flames. Yep. Whatever the Rebels. Well, I'll keep them there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so the flames use the backup dressing room. They can use the practice. They room. just use like a community rink out in Airdrie or something. <laughs> yeah. They can go play in Blackfalds. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a good little rink. Mm-hmm. Good little rink. How's the burgers? Yeah, how's the burger? Uh, I believe I have it six on my review. Ooh, oh, that's nice. how many though? Nine. That's not very good at so, all. You know, someone called me out actually because I did. A, I was in Saskatchewan over the weekend and I did my first Saskatchewan burger review mm. at the Prince Albert Art Hauser. Great rink. Good old time rink. And I was like, my first Sask burger review. And they were like, nope, you went to Lloyd. No, I, no, 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 no. I went to Lloyd Minister Alberta. Yeah, you were on the Alberta side. I was on the Alberta side. He called How'd me the, out. Did the PST affect your enjoyment of the burger? Ooh, good point. Mm, no. Maybe. <laughs> I really think you're missing out on getting a, a, a gravy tasting, too. Because well, I love one, a good a good thing at a time, Rick. Well, that's Come just on. a fries, burger, fries, gravy. Just Maybe that could be killer. season two. Because they haven't changed that oil in years. And but you go back to so like special. some of the old arenas in town, man. There's some good fucking gravy. Do you know one thing I'm finding, which was not expected, is some rinks simply don't have cheeseburgers. That's disrespectful. Do they have burgers? No. Oh, so I thought maybe he had what like a fucking eat? craft single hey. in his pocket. Hot dogs. Ah, not, the, not same. the same. Bill Hunter. I, I I didn't even look at the menu. I went up and I'm like, can I just have a cheeseburger, please? They're like, oh, we don't have cheeseburgers. Do you want a cheese dog? <laughs> no. I just looked him dead in the eye and I said, no. <laughs> I said, I'll have a Coke, please. <laughs> ah. Okay. Twigginberries.ca. If you go to Twigginberries, look at some of the ODR collection. Use the promo code NATION15. Get a little discount on your order if you're out in St. Albert's. Swing on by. Try them on yourself. I've got my Twig and Berries hoodie on right now. It's very comfortable. You should have one too. Got it? Good. Part of the Connor collection, by the way. Uh, Tyler, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Let's go. Let's get hyped up, boys. We've been ready for this. We the need that in the dressing room. <laughs> it is time for word association. Tyler, how many words? What is the order? Uh, we got five. Five. Okay. Whoa. So buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go Dan, Rick, Liam, Bag Milk. Dan, Rick, Liam, Bag Milk. And then two hole. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Dan, are you ready? 
I was born yesterday, and I'm born ready. You better not have a thesaurus on that table, by the way. Yep. No I don't. Even see. He's like, I'll close my eyes the whole time. Up. No Googling, Dan. All right. I got my eyes closed. <laughs> Number one. Oilers in the first period. Horse shit. Scary. Spooky. Boo. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> that one it's a classic bit. <laughs> Dry sidle flipping Jacob Truba's stick. Boss. Glorious. Gangsta shit. Hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> Trolley. Pissy. <laughs> Bouchard's goal celebrations. Glorious. Lovely. Nice. Lawn care. <laughs> confused but that's just like a default state of mind though do you think? i know I, just, I feel like he's not quite sure they're going in he's like what the oilers playoff chances the same guaranteed high lock improving <laughs> matt kachuk's return to edmonton expected loss lmfao fall I was going to say fall, too. Um, shout out to all of you guys and everyone listening at home who was surely playing along with a word association. <laughs> I really thought that was going to drag us to the end of the episode. That <laughs> it was more or less three did. minutes. Just for the record, <laughs> he is now 0-4 against the Oilers in the last four games. Ugh, that's five. Crazy. The thing is, can I, can I confess something to you guys? Go yep. ahead. Uh this is word association, not confessions, but sure. Oh, no, now it is. I legitimately kind of miss him on the flames. It was fun. He just, hmm. he was just so annoying. And whether we were at the Saddle Dome or here or watching on TV, you just had fun yelling at him. Okay, but I would like to say you can feel this way because... He has lost the last five games against the Oilers. If True. it's the other way around, we're probably not saying this. I'll tell you this right now. Is I would love to play against him because I guarantee I could get it under his skin. I would enjoy that. I just, I, he kind of rekindled the Battle of Alberta in a way. And I kind of, I, I kind of miss that. It was more fun when Kane got here. Yeah. Or even like Mike Smith, Cam Talbot. And then well, that's what, Bear that's what led to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole thing, like Matt Kachuk was just, you know what? Shout out to you, Matt Kachuk. You're not very good at hockey. He is. Mm. But it's you did rivalry, rivalry stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely dismantled the team in Calgary too on his way out. <laughs> How bad And he a... said the other day, uh, a little while ago in an interview, that the Oilers were clearly the better team in the playoffs. That's a shot yeah. at his own team his old team. Yep. Which I also appreciate. Yes. But and also the reception, truth. like real quick. Booze. Well, he's getting be booze both. in Calgary. It has to be both. Like first of like okay, so I, I hate when people are like, you can't boo them, blah 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 blah. Of course yeah, you can't. You cheer them when they come on the ice, and when the puck drops, you boo them. You boo them from the fucking first minute <laughs> to the sixtieth minute. And five more in overtime if needed. Yeah. And if they get a shootout attempt? That too. You boo them there too. All right. See, I think he's I, gonna get a lot of booze tonight just because how he left. Well, so maybe this will be a quick uh topic, but Goudreau or Kachuk? On one hand, Goudreau gave you a lot of years of his career, right? Mm -hmm. Gave you some good memories and walked in free agency, went back to the States. Okay? Kachuk allowed you to get something in return for him by being upfront and honest, but just hated being there. That's, I would too. What's, what's more of the slap in the face? Goudreau leaving in free agency 
or Kachuk requesting out. Kachuk es- for sure. Especially Kachuk wanting out after Goudreau, Goudreau left. Yeah. So Kachuk it's not like, sure. hey, this is your team, drag the team. You're like, oh, fuck, he's gone? Oh, shit, I'm out too then. It has to be Kachuk because it's like he was still under team control. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not signing here, just so you know. And they're like, well. But but Bag Milk, Flames fans think that that saved the franchise. So I don't know if they're not but, thankful for him or not. But that that is the angle, right? Like if he would have just stayed for another three years and walked in free agency in three years, you're hooped. He did at least allow you to get Uyghur and Huberto. Yeah, how, yeah. how's that working out for them? Not great, because Huberto and Sutter don't like each other. I mean, to be fair to Matthew really? Kachuk, he didn't force them to sign Huberto to a big contract without seeing him play on their team for one is game. Is this just what Huberto is? Not a superstar. He's yeah. just a good yeah. player. He's just yeah, I think he's a top solid player. player. Weird, because everyone's saying it was the next best thing when he got fucking traded. And Not me. Weaver's going over there, and that guy's they haven't seen a defenseman like him since Bobby Orr. <laughs> Everyone tried to explain to you like this team. Is, oh my god, look at this team now. Look, blah, 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 blah. PR. And where are they right now? I know you're not supposed to look at the standings right now because it really doesn't matter. But where are they right now? Below oh, us. You know where you should be, Rick? Well, there's a couple places. You should be at Commonwealth Stadium on December 10th. Dude, the I'm FIS s- Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by Toyota and Explore Edmonton. Have That's you where you should be. Have you seen lo- uh, recent photos? I have not. Oh, terrifying. Is it up? Yeah. Could they I started drive building, past? They started off? building the, the like the ramp a little while ago and it was all scaffolding and stuff. Is it more complete now? Is that what you're saying? Because I want to go. Me and Tyler are going. We've already we've already promised each other despite our beef. <laughs> what beef? I don't know. Tyler's <laughs> just upset with me. He's closing down my shows. You know what this this we've seen this before, you know that, right? This is exactly um, Jay and Conan. Me and Bag Milk? Yeah. In what sense? Conan? You're Conan. Jay. You've got the spot. Mm-hmm. Here's Conan. He thinks he deserves the but spot. But I'm not going to be doing the post-game so show. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There can be only one Highlander rules. <laughs> yeah. posted it, but... Are you going to get a dog too, Tyler, to do Frank's picks? Or what <laughs> Someone Photoshop my face on Frank's body. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a good one. I think it was, I forget who it was. It might have been Spiced Oil or Dangerous Weight. And it's just the three of us sitting on the couch with my Dangerous face on Wade. all the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, so cool. This is how Tyler wants the nation's content to look. Yeah, he's <laughs> put it together. Sit here, so sit that's there. the most frustrating part of this. Like is everyone thinks I'm doing this to like launch my own post game show, and I'm not. He's trying to turn this I'm, into like I'm really excited I'm for your following orders from upper management and who's upper management? I, right know, I was I was I, I was on doing a B-cast. I was doing a B-cast last night at eleven o'clock on a Monday. I um, competed to the bit. <laughs> I'm very excited for Tyler's new post game show. <laughs> yeah, just it's called the Cancel Bag Milk Show. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, just real quick, slot. just real quick before we wrap up the podcast Tyler I just want to throw it to you for our friend low tide um, tough week for him tough news yeah really tough news uh, he talked about this on his blog and on his radio show but uh, for those of you who are listening to this and maybe didn't see that you obviously know who low tide is if you were an Oilers fan you've been following the nation he passed along the news that his wife Joanne passed away last Wednesday after a brief battle with cancer uh, obviously I know Low Tide really well, worked with him for five years, was his radio partner, and I know how much Joanne obviously meant to him, but also to that family with their two kids, so we're, we're all heartbroken for the Low Tide, the Mitchell family, and uh, we're wishing them all the best and sending our condolences from Oilers Nation. Yeah, from all of us here, uh, Low Tide, we're thinking about you. Um, it was good to hear you back on the radio, though. 
I know it's tough. So uh, that's where we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all the sponsors for being here. Dan, final thoughts? Well said by Tyler. A uh, huge shout out to everybody that came out to the brunch for Ben. And uh, mm-hmm. best wishes. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.